So like if you are teaching somebody how to run, you would want them to run more often and you wouldn't want them to go out and start swimming. The same thing goes for Facebook, right? You Even if you wanted to teach Facebook and give Facebook more data and get better at what it's doing, right? By saying like, oh, go to add to carts and going for add to carts for Facebook's in Facebook size isn't gonna do uh, it justice long-term for purchases. Hello and welcome to the Optimized Store Owner Show, a podcast that helps frustrated store owners become optimized store owners. We are your hosts, Aaron and Christian. We want to invite you to join us each week as we share tips, tactics, and strategies from the most inspiring entrepreneurs in the e-commerce industry. This podcast will help you add flexibility, stability, and happiness into your life. Ready? Let's go. Hey, y'all. I hope today is treating you well. Today's episode was our first solo episode uh, where Christian and I were able to talk uh, back and forth and did not have a guest the first time in this podcast. So uh, we dropped a ton of value for you online store owners. Uh, you're going to learn these three things and more in this episode. Number one, where you should be spending your advertising dollars. Number two, what kind of content is working right now for extremely cheap purchases? And this was something we tested out. And I was honestly very surprised that this was working on Facebook and Instagram right now. So super um, beneficial for that. And number three, a free resource for you guys to share um, and for you guys to know how much you should be spending on your online ads. It's a free resource that we created and very valuable because it's one of the biggest questions that we get asked all the time. All right, y'all, I know you're going to love this episode. Let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the uh, Optimize Store Owner Podcast. This is technically Christian and I's first solo episode. We used to do another podcast where uh, we did a lot of solo episodes and we've had a ton of guests on this podcast, but wanted to jump in with some insight from our agency, give some behind the scenes of what we're seeing right now and just really help you guys out. And today's episode is driving traffic to your online store, which is probably one of the most popular topics that we have about growing an online business is how do you drive more traffic? Because more traffic means more sales. So uh, super excited to talk to you guys today and jump into this episode. So um, Christian, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? I am swell. We uh, are, we're, we're in the same spot. We just we have are. a nice sound blanket. Uh, yeah, like, we're trying something new here with uh, sound blankets and uh, draping it over the table. And uh, yeah, hopefully this will sound a lot better for you guys. Um, but yeah, like Aaron said, we're, we're excited. Um, we haven't done this in quite a while, so pardon our rustiness on this. But um, also do want to mention, Aaron, these next few episodes that we're going to do solo are geared towards the, the five pillars of our e-commerce elevator process. Um, so I just kind of want to let you guys know this will be, you know, labeled within our show notes as well. But uh, each episode, we're going to kind of walk you through uh, some of the pillars and some of the things that we help our clients uh, in our in our agency uh, when it comes to their online stores. Absolutely. So, in, yeah, if I was going to say so, if we are uh, labeling this, this would be like the second pillar here is um, how to drive traffic to your online store. So uh, traffic is that second pillar without it. Um, you basically have a really fancy, nice-looking site. You have a lot of um, bells and whistles, but you don't have any customers likely without traffic. So this episode is super important. Um, we're going to just jump right into it. And the the first question you have to ask right before we get into like how to drive traffic is where your, are your customers online? If you don't advertise or market where your customers are, it, 
it's likely that you won't have as much success. And it seems so simple, but a lot of people, um, a lot of online store owners, they focus on what they hear, which is, I should spend my time on Facebook ads, Instagram ads, um, you know, wherever that, wherever it is that's popular right now. However, if their audience isn't there, it's likely not a good top, good spot for you to spend a lot of your money because you're probably not going to have as much success if your audience isn't there. So that's, I feel like that's step number one. Yeah, figure out if you're, which I would say majority of the clients that we are working with, right? Clothing boutiques, um, apparel companies. Um, it's a very much general audience where you can say, yeah, there's going to be some sort of social network that your audience is going to be in one of those networks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Facebook and Instagram, I guess, has been like the, the the catalyst, and we'll talk a little bit later about like the privacy restrictions and what you need to pay attention to here in a second. But let's just say, for example, yeah, you are a clothing boutique, you are an apparel brand. Uh, running the Facebook and Instagram is a great idea, but two platforms that are kind of underrated, at least at this recording, are something like TikTok or Pinterest, right? So Pinterest may be a more of a long-term play. TikTok may not have the sophistication of Facebook, but both of these platforms could be at a much lower cost because Facebook and Instagram are so, I wouldn't say saturated, but like a lot of people are, most people know about them and they spend their advertising dollars there. Whereas TikTok um, and Pinterest likely are not going to cost as much money because they have the eyeballs, they have the attention. I think TikTok still has the largest um, duration, right? They're only 15, or, well, I guess they mean minutes now, but like the average person spends more money, more time on TikTok than I think any other platform. Uh, so they have the attention. Now it may just need be need for you to put um, some leverage on the advertising side. So that's a that's something to absolutely think about: is where uh, where are your customers, where could you be advertising, um, and then we, I mean, we can go from there. I think that's that's step number one and two, basically. Yeah, and we, I mean, I guess this particular episode we're strictly talking about uh, driving traffic to your store with paid advertising. Mm-hmm. I think basically just kind of hone that in. Um, and we're talking more specifically on um, basically the bread and butter right now is Facebook and, and Instagram, right? Because they give you the biggest opportunity um, for targeting and, and they're just the, the most well-built platforms um, as far as paid advertising. And like, like Aaron was saying, TikTok and Pinterest. Pinterest has been doing it for a while, right? Yeah, they, it's, ha- they have. It's just, it's been like a, so with Pinterest, it's, I mean, you, you save stuff for your wedding. Um, you're about to buy an outfit for like, you know, summer or whatever else. So you save it way before you're actually going to buy it. Typically, when you're looking at something on Pinterest, it's like, okay, I may be 30 days out from that. Or like, I'm planning for a vacation. So I'm going to buy a swimsuit. I'm going to buy all these things. But I'm not going to buy them today. I'm just pinning it for like, this is for later. Not like a, I'm scrolling on Facebook. I'm going to buy it right now. So Pinterest is more of like a planning app, in, in my opinion. Okay. And I, I guess also taking into consideration, I'm just Googling right now, um, Pinterest active monthly users is around 400 to 500 million versus Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. They're, I think they're all at 1 billion monthly active users, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So uh, there's a huge difference in, in terms of your audience, right, and, and who you can really target. So I guess that's why maybe Pinterest, it's not a huge player, I guess. Right. And it's not like we're not saying that uh, four or 500 million isn't a, a lot of people, <laughs> right? It, it is. It absolutely is. You can use it. You can grow. Um, just need to find out if that's where your audience is. But what's working right now for our clients, right? So this is um, as of, you know, fourth quarter 2021, which 
has been the same trend for for several months now. But what is working right now is those short, uh, fun, I would say music is involved, like attention getter. Like there's basically like a, a, a zero second rule, right? So it means that the thumbnail just has to be like amazing or like if there's not a automatic um, automatic start for the video, that it just has to catch your attention like within one second. Um, but so a good place for you to look for inspiration, even for ads for Facebook and for Instagram is to go to TikTok. Um, where are you finding yourself and what your audience is interested in um, and jumping on those trends? Those types of videos has done, have done really well for our clients and we've turned those into ads on Facebook. And I, right now I still think it's completely untapped on that because it was, we're just testing constantly and we're like, okay, let's try this out. And you know, we're getting purchases for some clients for TikTok style videos that are like a dollar or $5 uh, versus you know, a regular graphic or like a lifestyle photo, which may be 15 or $20, uh, which are still great prices, but it's so much more buying power with those fun, entertaining videos on, on Facebook. Hey, so owners, are you ready to grow and scale your online business predictably and profitably? We've created a free 15 minute training that will walk you through the five key areas every online store needs to achieve financial success. You can grab the free training by going to optimizestoreowner.com forward slash ecom dash training or clicking the link below in the podcast description. Again, that is optimizedstoreowner.com forward slash ecom dash training. So, so give us an example of something that maybe has worked. Like, I mean, we think of TikTok. There's hundreds of millions of different ideas when it comes to TikTok. Mm -hmm. um, what are you specifically more talking about? Like, is it them showing product while doing some kind of dance, or is it more of the funny ones that are more story storytelling based? Actually, both have worked. Right, we had one that was. Um so a, a girl had put on a Stevie Wonder and like she was wearing just like regular clothes and it was just kind of like a down and then the beat hit and then like she popped up and she was wearing like new clothes and like feeling good, right? So that one did really well. But then there's another one where it's like a skit and it's like uh, these two people that are like bickering back and forth about like where they're going to shop and how they're going to shop or whatever, which is more evergreen. And it's just a good entertaining like voiceover and they're just kind of lip, lip, uh, what is it, the word? Uh, dubbing over their voices and that's done really well so really all different types skits long form uh long even the long form videos have done okay actually i would say that that's probably the least performing it's done better mm -hmm. than uh, just regular content but it's done um worse than like the quick 15 20 second videos the flat lay videos with good music um do okay uh but honestly what really really does well and we haven't had a lot Is it of flat lay what does yeah. that mean uh, right, so they take the products and like um, as the beat is dropping or like the beat changes, they drop a piece of clothing on the ground and then the beat would change and they drop a piece of clothing on the ground. And at that point, the uh, those videos do well, uh, but those products sell out. So then it's like not an evergreen video. Okay. Uh, but what does work really well is like, so Christian and I are different sizes, right? Let's say Christian's, you know, 6'2 and 210 or something. And I'm 5'5 and, you know, 110 or whatever the uh the videos are side by side of wearing the exact same outfit and then switching with the beat to show people at different perspectives has done really really well um we've only had one um one customer do that or one client do that but it's done really well and i'm trying to get more people to do that um too because it's 
at that point you automatically identify with both sets of people, right? You have one who's a little bit different body style than the other one, and it's still fun and interactive because there's two people on there. Interesting. Interesting. So TikTok style videos on Facebook and IG? Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I would say that uh, testing out stories would also be like a stories placement would also be a good spot. And they, I don't think it's available yet, but um, Instagram Reels do have ads in them now. Um, so in, and eventually that will roll out to everybody where you could run ads on there as well. So you'd run your Instagram or your TikTok style video, which is much like a reel on an ad in the middle of a placement of other people watching reels. And then it's it looks so native, right? That's the name of the game is how can you uh, not look like an ad. How can you be so good at advertising that you don't look like an ad? It just looks native. That's yeah, and I think that, and I think that's the beauty of the the TikTok style video is that I mean, even I'm speaking for myself, but when I'm on Twitter, for example, and I see a video posted on Twitter that I know is a TikTok, right? It has you know it has a text, or uh, sometimes it even has a you, you just can tell, right? That it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a TikTok video. You just stop and play. I want like I want to see what this is because um, more than likely it's going to be one of those super viral ones that you know everyone's talking about. Um, so it's more of a psychological play at this point, right? We're, we're kind of taken into the fact that everyone's addicted to TikTok mm-hmm. and placing these ads on, on Facebook and, and Instagram to kind of catch their attention. Yes. And then I think the name of the game here, right? If we're talking about what's working is just constantly testing. One other thing I would say is that the lifestyle photos of like more than two or three people, um, in opposed background, that's going to do better as well because you can run it long-term. Facebook, Instagram, all these platforms, they need the data. So the longer that you can run an ad, the better. So like the TikTok style videos that are more evergreen that you can run for months, that's going to do better than the ones that you have to run for a week and have to turn off, right? The constant changing, that's like a little, I guess, nugget there is like the less that you can change things, uh, the better. So be thinking about that as you're, as you're creating content. And I guess in the same terms as include the most amount of product, right, in a, in a single picture, in a single video, mm-hmm. so that you're not just particularly selling this one thing that might sell out and people go to your store for that particular thing and it's not there anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which brings me, to, I guess, to the to the next point of, uh, okay, so now, like, first you just developed your, or you figure out where your audience is. Now you've figured out what kind of content create. And the biggest question online is, how much should I be spending? Uh, and really every business is a little bit different. We're going to put in the show notes. We have a calculator and it'll walk you through like where you want to hit your revenue goals, right? We can't see, speak specifics on the podcast, but like what are your revenue goals? What current metrics do you have right now? And it'll suggest to you how much you should be spending on advertising. But in general, what I would say is that you should be spending uh, what you need to get uh, enough Facebook, get Facebook enough data. So <laughs> what I'm saying is... Uh, what it what Facebook really needs is like basically 50 of the transactions per week. And it may take 50 purchases and maybe 50 add to cards, whatever. Um, but since the privacy updates, you always want to go for purchase, right? There's another little nugget in the episode here is that, um, and I heard this, I can't remember if somebody was talking or whatever about something else and I just kind of applied it differently. And he, I, maybe it's different or I understood it because I was a runner, but let's just we'll use the same example for you guys as well as that. So like if you are teaching somebody how to run, you would want them to run more often, right? You And if they're going to go train for a marathon, you wouldn't want them to go out and start swimming because swimming would do better for their cardio, but they're not going to learn how to run. So even if they were uh, getting better at their cardio, it's not going to teach them how to run better. 
the same thing goes for Facebook, right? You Even if you wanted to teach Facebook and give Facebook more data and get better at what it's doing, right? By saying like, oh, go to add to cart. That's going to do well for a short term, but your ultimate goal is to learn how to purchase. And swimming doesn't make you a better runner necessarily. And going for add to carts for Facebook's in Facebook size isn't going to do uh, it justice long term for purchases. So your nugget here is to focus on purchases. Now, your goal eventually is to get 50 purchases per week or every seven to 10 days uh, so that Facebook can continue to learn. What that cost is for you, it's a little bit different. Again, that calculator is going to help you out. But what I can tell you on a general point of thumb is, right, the average purchase price may be $25, $30. So I would say at least spending $30 to uh, $40 per day is a great starting point into going for purchases. If you go for like add to car review content, it may be okay. And you may have a second or third play that you're trying to do in great email marketing, but it's it's going to be a long uphill battle, right? So So... Focus on purchase, focus on great content. And if you do those two things, then you can start to improve over time. And we're going to be doing more episodes about how to increase your conversion rate on your site, how to um, use other tools that are your advantage to drive a lot of sales without spending money on advertising. So we'll be talking about those in the future. But you really, really got to be focusing on um, going for purchase and figuring out what your budget is for yourself and then sticking to it and not making as many changes. You mentioned the our e-com cost calculator yes is that something that we want to shout out i know some people will probably like their ears perked up um when you said hey there's this calculator that we created that you just plug in a couple numbers and it spits out what you should be spending yes so uh, let me grab the actual link for it but um it will be inside of the show notes as well as just like a direct link um but i want to say that uh let me grab the actual link and we can let everybody know here. Kill this dead space. All right, so the actual link is, uh, this is a, a longer one, right? So don't type, to, to type this out while you're driving, but I will tell you it's ecommerce.bitbranding.co forward slash calculator. So ecommerce.rwebsite forward slash calculator. Uh, and like I said, the best place, it's going to be at the top of the show notes. You just click that link. It'll take you directly to the calculator. It's a Google Sheet. You guys can copy and share it over to your own um, Google account. And you get access to it there. Plug in your own numbers. And it tells you exactly how to do it. I even did, a, I think, a 10-minute video walking you through exactly how to use it. So, uh, <laughs> Sorry. I had to sneeze. Uh, so uh, that calculator will help you out a lot with how much you should be spending. Nice. All right. So is that, is that it? I mean, I think there was a lot of really good nuggets in this conversation. Um, talking specifically about how to drive traffic to your online store with paid advertising and what's working right now. Um, this is after, um, all the iOS updates and, uh, security restrictions really that Apple has put forth, um, and trying to make it work right on Facebook and Instagram. So, I do have a little question of the day. So if you are not following us on Instagram yet, um, please make sure to follow us. You can find us at bitbranding, B-I-T-B-R-A-N-D-I-N-G. And the question for you who are listening right now is if you're a clothing store or boutique, are you running Pinterest ads? That was something that we talked about during this episode. 
And uh, we haven't seen a lot of people do too many Pinterest ads. And uh, we, as a as an agency, we don't do too much of this either. So we'd be super interested to see um, if you're being successful with Pinterest. Um, and if you are, please send us a DM on Instagram at BitBranding. And maybe if you're doing well enough, we'd love to interview you for the podcast. So um, keep that in mind. All right, guys, as always, uh, make sure to come back every single Monday. We are going to have a lot of guests, um, also solo episodes from Christian and I uh, talking about how to optimize your online store and go from that frustrated store owner to an optimized store owner. So thanks again for listening. Have a great week. That's a wrap. Before you go, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram stories at BitBranding and let us know what you thought about this episode. And next, make sure to leave us an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach more people and continue to improve the podcast for you. All right, guys, have a great day and we'll talk to you next week.